Welcome to episode 132 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Welcome to episode 132 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How are you going, mate? Very good, and you? I'm actually, it's a bit of a different day today, isn't it, John? It's a Friday. It's a Friday, because I'm off to Australia. Slap another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> mate. mate. Tomorrow, so uh, we're doing this before next week, so we're doing it early. We didn't get the interview of Crowe, did we? No, I haven't even got off my ass and done anything about it yet. Mm. Oh, well, that's okay. This week's show is proudly brought to you by... Coffeesofhawaii.com For all your coffee needs... Ethlinks.com uh, Because they sponsor Crowy. No, that's Tribuys. Oh, that, yeah, that's Tribuys, isn't it? Yeah, Ethlinks.com for I'm all sure they support tracking co- needs. And social needs, yep. And Tribuys.com Because they support the world champion that's Ironman cool. that is Craig Alexander. So last week we waffled on for ages in the news part. And uh, we didn't actually get any of the show done, really, did we? No. So we're using last week's show notes, basically, aren't we? Essentially, we are. And there has not been a lot of news between Tuesday and Tuesday Friday. And Friday. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get through. There's been a little bit of news, but haven't there? And first of all, we're going to do the Kona follow-up. And there is a bit of Kona follow-up news. Okay, let's go. Let's, where do we start, John? John Hancock uh, and a few other people have sent us in uh, links to X-Try and a few other comments saying... Mark Sinning said, I need to give you shit about it. Well, I wasn't picking on Chrissy. Oh, the palms weren't liking you, John. No, but apparently you are able to get as- assistance from other competitors, even though it's an individual sport. And apparently, a few years ago, old Rhodesy did it in the UK, mm. and they had to, there was a big discussion on Slow Twitch, and mm. someone got the rule book out. It's mm. so hardcore, eh? The rule book is spoken. Are you a rule book man? Like uh, if, you, if you're playing Monopoly, and you know someone's going, oh, I'll put it on free parking, you go, wait a second, the, it doesn't say in the rule book free parking. If there is a dispute, I do like to refer to the uh, rule book. Because free parking nowadays in Monopoly, they, they leave you with a choice of few. Oh, really? Yeah, because in the old school, it wasn't a rule. So, uh, yeah. so anyway, so apparently it was fine that Chrissy got given the canister from Rebecca Keat. Yep. We also, somebody also sent in Rebecca Keat's website, so I will attempt to get an interview with her at some stage in the yeah. future. Yeah. be an interesting one to hear about. So Chrissy's all clear to take the title. Yeah, take I have to give you a bit of shit about other stuff as well. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I was listening to the show last week and you were kind of, you're going, oh, she did the fastest run. I was just a fast run. She did the fastest Ironman marathon run kind of ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Well, you didn't sound that impressive. Wow. <laughs> it was impressive. Yeah. And uh, she's going to, I think I think she'll break the bike course record next time. Yeah. Um, and I don't I think realize, you know what? I was a bit naive. I didn't realize she was such an amazing cyclist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Van Van Vlerken was the fastest bike split at five oh five, I think. Yeah. Chrissy was only five oh eight. Yeah. So there's only three minutes difference, so she would have gone under five hours. Yeah. Um, in those conditions, and uh, you know, people like Badman and that go under five hours, but in those conditions, yeah, I think that was a pretty impressive ride. And by the way, did Natasha Badman race? I haven't uh, looked into that. Uh, Didn't see her I, name I at all. Yeah, no, neither. So, no. so Chrissy's got the all clear there. No, I think maybe I heard on the day. Than talking something about her, mm. but I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah, uh, and the head, Chrissy's also told her story, and, and there's been a bit of a press release about what happened, and it just shows that she's still pretty inexperienced. You yeah, know, in terms of she basically just didn't put the canister on properly, and all the gas came out. And she did it again, and the same thing happened. Yeah, and uh, and it just shows that she's not not that experienced, and she's still pretty new to the sport. She's <laughs> been there, which a just of blows years. your mind, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, she just gets on it, and she she admits regularly that her bike skills are crap. Yeah. Um. And but you know, she, all she needs to do is get on her bike and go in a straight line. And uh, one thing about knows. Chrissy as a person, like we've talked to her a couple of times, and the feeling you get from her is she's not the kind of stressful person, is she? No. And even like I'm sure, even though she lost ten minutes, she'd probably just thought oh well back on the job and you know exactly. and um, she wouldn't have lost her race mentally well obviously mm. she didn't but mm. um yeah she's an impressive athlete mm. i tell you I, I did get to see a bit of her coming back into town because i w- did watch the winners on the coverage and one of the things that really blew me away was when she was uh, running back into town the number of people that were walking out i did hardly saw anybody oh, actually really? running when really? she was coming the other way which wow. I found uh, pretty entertaining and Phil said that last week when we, we talked to him about when he was running back in he, he was surprised how many pros were walking so wow. yeah there's a lot of walking going on in Kona even though it's the best of the best yeah well I suppose lots of people pushed themselves pretty hard that day okay what do you got else here the the bike count was done in Kona so bring up that okay I'm going to bring it up right now Jumbo. and it really does show it's no. uh 
Cervelo yeah. domination and Kona. Wow. So, so bikes wise, Cervelo had 415, then Coyote 117, Scott 103, Trek 103, Felt 89, and, and so down on from there. So it goes to show that how good, you know, Cervelo's obviously a very, very good bike, but it's just, they're such a good marketing machine. Well, it's interesting, you know, like a couple of years ago, it would have been all Coyote, uh, Coyotes, eh? Well, no, I think before Norman was on the Kyoto, it was like, Zero. Yeah, but then it became the bike, didn't it? Yeah, and now he's off it again. And what's he on now? I think he's, he's on, on the Scott. Scott. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see these stats next year. That you know, Brownie's on a Scott. He's on a um, Norman's on a Scott, but he didn't. He's not dominating like so, he used so, to. Like, why do you think Coyote's such a? Why is that, why do you Cervelo. think they've marketed? I mean, sorry, Savalu. Why, why do you think they've marketed well? Well, 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 a lot of the top riders are, are on them. Um, they've they obviously sponsored CSC as well, yeah. and uh, they look cool and they do perform very, very well. And, mm. and they're a good bike, and it's that combination of things uh, that, that makes them makes them right up there. It's funny how with Coyote, we were saying at the Tour de France this year, how they had the Queen K. A few of the Tour de France riders were riding the Queen K. Coyote, oh, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, on the time trial bike, and yeah. it's even more dominant though in the wheel. Where Zip, Zip have just, 1700 uh, wow. overhead 258, and um, that blows you away. And uh, yeah, there's lots of other stats here. If you go to triathletemag.com, they've got all the, the stats on bikes, helmets, saddles, components, saddles, Shimano, aero bars, aero helmets, profile. Um, yes, yeah, so it's uh, oh, aero bars, profile, aero helmets, geo. Mm. Nice stuff. Tell you a funny story, Bevan. Go. We were on the um, triathlon. It's a freaky story, actually. Maybe not funny. I'm feeling a bit freaky right now. It's uh, we were on the triathlon club camp last weekend. Yep. You told me that lots of chicks, no boys. Yep. And and I'm standing up there and, and sort of doing the introduction talk about things. And I came up with this handicapping system because we had a little time trial race, and you can yep. handicap based on age and and so. Oh, yeah. And we started talking about Kona a little bit, <clears throat> and then somebody said, "Who's going to finish 33rd?" And I thought they meant who's going to finish 33rd in Kona, whereas I think they actually meant who's going to finish 33rd on the camp out of the time trial. But Were there 33 people in the camp? Yeah. I didn't, uh-huh. didn't really click. Okay. <laughs> and, um, it's a big camp. So, yeah, that no, it was good. So, so, I thought it was like eight. <laughs> no, no, we, we get a good, good representation there. So I thought they meant 33rd in Kona, so I stood up there and... Um, <laughs> no, no, did you really? No, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, who the hell's going to get 33rd in Kona? <laughs> I love that you thought that. <laughs> so standing up there... And I, I know I'm not lying. I, I don't doubt you would lie. I said Luke McKenzie. Who's Luke McKenzie? He's an Aussie guy. I think he might have won Japan this year. And I thought, he's a pro. He's probably <laughs> going to go for it. He might blow up a little bit, but he'll kind of hold it together. Guess who got 33? Did you really? Yeah, I did. But you know what you need to do? Buy the $30 million lottery ticket this weekend. Oh, I believe well, I should. Oh. So Zania, who was on the camp, and she's a listener as well, she reminded of me. She popped me an email on Monday and said, Freaky. <laughs> I thought, boy. So that was. Uh, hey, well, you you should actually win the the t shirt from Out of Try. I should because you know the thirty. It's next year we're going to have the Who Got Thirty Third as well. Good. So we're first, second, and third, and thirty third. <laughs> nice. That is gold. One other thing from Kona, and uh, this was pointed out to me yesterday by Andrew Abercan. Yep. Um, and I didn't pick it up. No Germans in the top ten in Kona. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? They finished like 12th, 13th, 14th, something like that with Farris and, yeah, and Sadler. And, Sadler. and I can't recall that happening for, for a, a long, years, long time. Yeah. There was the guy in fifth um, who got disqualified. So he Timo, didn't count anyway. No, it was a break, was it? Timo break? It was, yeah. yeah. So yeah. He, he was obviously the first German. But um, considering what a powerhouse they are these days, um, quite surprising. Mm. Interesting race, but it was one of those races where they were blue, wasn't it? They all went for it on a bike. Mm. You know, the, that's how the German race seems to go nowadays, isn't it? It does, yeah. Mm. Uh, what else have we got here? Guy, we had um, Andy Bell. He sent in yep. a link. Uh, we'll put the link on the website. So, so I've gone up on to IM Talk. Oh, I mean, sorry, IM.com. Or what is it called? IMAN.com. Who cares? It's all about IMTalk.com. Well, he sent us through a link to where you can watch the whole feed for the whole race. Yep. Yeah, which is pretty great. But I went on there this week and I wanted to see Melina finish and I wanted to see Del Campo finish. Yeah. And I just wanted to watch a few of the guys I know finish the race. It's up there now. Oh, I just kept on the Navy ad over and over again. Oh, really? No, yeah. I watched Mark Pietrofessa finish this morning. Oh, did you? How did he look? He was looking good. He had a sprint He had a sprint at the finish. How did, what time did he do? 10.09. Because oh, 10.01 last year. And the Philinator, who we interviewed last yeah. week, I was just I sort of turned to the side and wasn't listening, and he, the Philinator was like 10 seconds behind him. Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, well, so for the first half of the week, they just had the Navy. Yeah. What do we think about the Navy? It's, it's, I think it's quite... A good market for the Navy to yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, just for the listeners out there, the Navy actually approached us, didn't they, at one stage, mm. and us to advertise on the show, and we said, oh, it's not really our thing. But 
Yeah, it's definitely, it was interesting. Because they had the guys on the morning of the race. Yeah. <laughs> they had the guy in the morning um, parachute into the swim. Oh, and really? then swim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So they were been quite cool. Okay, um, just one other thing. Bainsy sent through an email last week's topic of the week saying that on competitor radio the week before, Crow was saying winning Kona was much more important to him than ever winning Olympic gold. Crap. <laughs> hey, are you disputing the Kona champion here, mate? I am disputing the Kona champion. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> of course you can say that the week before Kona. No, no, no. He means it from his heart. Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Anyway, what other news we've got here? Inside Try, now referring... Yeah, the Inside Triathlon website, which uh, Inside Triathlon magazine got bought out by Triathlete Mag earlier this year, and it's interesting to see that their website has now actually ceased or well, seems to have ceased, and they're basically referring everybody to tri- oh, triathlete mags. So, so they've bought out the competition and got rid of them. Yeah, well, on the website side of things, they're still producing the magazine, but it'll be interesting to see if they continue to do that. Mm, that's very, it's, it's really interesting, isn't it? Mm. A magazine's a dying thing. I still prefer to read a magazine than I do prefer to read things online. Yeah, if I want news, yeah. I prefer to, you know, you just go to the net yeah. and you can find it. But if I'm reading articles and stuff, I'd much rather read it in a magazine. Yeah, what about listening? Like things like this? Uh... Don't listen to a lot, to be honest. Okay, so I'm yeah. a big listener. Mm. Um, I find magazines take up too much time to read, whereas I can be doing stuff and listen. Mm. But it's your own. So next year, John and I are fundraising for Kona 2009 IM Talk. What are we going to call it? Kona S- Super Specials, every day. Okay, every day. And we've actually had lots of people donate this week, which is absolutely awesome. And you are going to get your IM Talk name, and if you donated this week, we're going to just kind of give three a show over the next mm. few shows. So... Um, we're about 10% of the way there I think yep, so we've got so 10% we've got 90 to go so get your checkbooks out and your credit cards rolling yep, and, and for uh, every $20 we'll you donate you go into a draw to win a sponsors pick basically and John know at the end of the year closer to Kona we'll get together, get a hat pull out of the hat yep. out of the hat trick and then um, yeah and then you'll win and we'll make sure it's really good we'll try to get a wetsuit in there eh? We could probably swing that. Yeah, we can. at least get a wetsuit. Yeah, we'll get a we're not going to guarantee that, but we'll no. have some Come on, decent suit. prizes. We get, they don't pay us to give them a plug, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we plug we'll them a lot. Uh, and in return, John, will, John and Bevan will do a daily podcast from Kona where we get some kick-ass interviews. Exactly. It would be cool if we can do some live coverage on the day. Nice. We have to be careful about that because we don't want it. If we're going to do it, we want it to be quality. We don't want any of this... You know, poor, you know, stalling of the, the feed or anything oh, like that. So, no. well, we won't guarantee that, but we'll do daily podcasts. We yeah, well, no, we'll get lots of, we'll get heaps of great content. And mm. the good thing is, with all the pros here, it's just be unlimited. Mm. Yeah, it'd be great. And we're going to go on the boat. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Serving up coffee. John all day wants to long. talk about his new sponsor, Uvex. <laughs> Here we go. Bevan, you know, I'm not a liar. I don't talk lies. And I was saying that about my 33rd place before I said that. <laughs> I got a new sponsor, and I was a little concerned when I when I approached. Are you selling them. out on us now, or are you actually are you happy with the product? I am very happy with the product because it's Uvex. They do sunglasses, and they also do helmets. They sponsor ultraviolet excluded. Ultraviolet excluded. They exclude, it means they exclude the ultraviolet. You don't get it into your eyes. Ah. They also sponsor the Columbia team, which kicked ass in the Tour de France this year and France this year. But I have real problems finding a helmet that fits my head. And I said to them when I because you got a big head, eh? I've got a big head. Oh, you don't know you've got a big head. It's it's sizable. I'm not getting. I, I had a joke that I'm not going to do. Yeah, don't. <laughs> uh, but anyway. I've, I've always had real issues and I said I'm, I'm really keen to look at your stuff but your helmets more than likely won't fit me it is the most comfortable helmet I've ever had and I'm not not lying one little it's not because you're trying to give a plug is it John it's not because I'm trying to give no. a plug and the glasses are cool as well well yeah, I've got my bollies too see yeah. I've got two pair of fashion people. look at that so if, you go, if you're going to buy glasses, yeah, well, you're going get, to some, get some Uvic, Uvix or Bolle. there we go beautiful okay hot topic of the week now you know what we did last week John mate? We, we forgot, forgot to talk to. <laughs> we were so excited about the discussion. We forgot to do next week's topic. So this week our topic is: Do you think it's right that WTC made us change our name? Mm. Actually, on Tri Talk, they had a big discussion on yeah, this one. Yeah, do so, a bit of cutting and pasting there. Yeah, yeah, totally. And one guy has actually brought us some pretty interesting points. Um, Try not to make it too emotional. Try to think about. No, nah, let out your emotions. Okay, let out your, yeah, let out your emotions, emotions, man. We're, we're, we're your mates. How many years have we spent in your life? You know, they're shitting on us. Uh, and our hot topic of the week is brought to you by Art of Try. Now, artoftry.com. Oh, they've got the deal of the century. Deal of the century. Spend over $75 or over, and you'll get a free long sleeve t shirt. 
It's a good deal. Now, you can still use the discount code when you spend that $75, but if this discount code takes you under 75 you need to buy product adding up to 70. 70. 70.5. 70.00. <laughs> <laughs> so get on to Art of Tribe. So this week's topic was, do you think it's right that the WTC made us change our name? And uh, Dave McGoal. McGull sent through an email because you, you sent three people one last week in fact it was four in fact it was four and actually one of them sent through and said look John I'm not very happy about this and who were they here we go so we had Julian Hudson yep Robbie, and, uh, Robbie Elder yeah, uh, JJ Neely and Neil Osland yeah someone sent me through an email saying I must be close and he got like six points <laughs> I was like sharpen up <laughs> sharpen up <laughs> so you guys I think I've only had one email through from one person um, and he already said he's got three out of try tops already so he absolutely loves oh, it really? so he's pretty stoked oh, that, well that is awesome so you're wearing yours right now aren't you I am out of try Mission Bay that's quite nice that one Mission isn't Bay it Mission Bay 74 long the nice stuff about out of try is that it's really discreet mm. but it's really cool as well mm. Mm, that's great stuff so next year we're taking it to the next level but aren't we because next year it's first second and third and 33rd. And 33rd, that's oh, right. I'm excited. And it's your birthday next year too. It's my birthday every year. No, but, but you'll be 33. <laughs> I will be, that's yeah, right. it's appropriate too. It is. Oh, so uh, this maybe week's... Ma- maybe oh. I should race and try to get 33rd myself on my 33rd. You could probably get 33rd, couldn't you? Could you get 33rd in Kona? I'd have to have a pretty solid day at the office. Well, what time did he do? Uh, well, I think Chrissy Wellington well, was just... probably here because we'll have the... Wait, so third male? Oh no, you're gonna have to be pretty fast. You're gonna have to be sub nine, I would say. Thirty-third. Ro- Rhodesy was. Oh, John, I had to break no, down. No, the, on the other results. On but the, you know why? It's because he got broke. disqualified. Yes, but who cares? <laughs> uh, well, this will, okay, thirty-third across. So I'll line. give it to you. I'll give it to you. Nine oh two. Nine oh four. Nine oh four. I'd have to be on fire. No, but that was a hard day to do that in Kona. Oh, it's a hard day, Mister. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it is doable, but You'd have to the best I'd have life. to have to do some serious. You beat Pete Verbusek. That's oh, not, not a problem. Did he blow up on the run? No, didn't he? Ran three oh two. Had a pretty average ride for yeah. him. No, that would be quite a challenge. Okay, so this week's discussion: Should we? Be, why should we change our name or whatever? Oh, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Let's Music time. Music time. Here we go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Too short? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we'll wing it. Here we go. <laughs> Age Grouper of the Week. And uh, this week we've gone back to our good old friends at Athlinks and we've chosen our Age Grouper of the Week's Weeks? Week? Age Groupers. Yes, Plural of the Week from the first male and female athletes home. Oh, let's look at Andy Potts here. Male and female athletes home in Kona. And the first Athlinks male athlete home was? Michael Hagen. I reckon Michael Hagen's a listener. Just something, I, I don't know why I think that, but. He did a, what did he do? A 103, a 505, and a 320 run to do a 937. 937 sold out at the office yeah. in Kona. Yeah, now I've, I've pushed that, I probably shouldn't have pushed on. So you talk about why it's a solid day at the office. Here we go. Well, his athlete profile's coming up. He's from Colorado Springs, uh, USA, so he's getting a bit of altitude training in there. Uh, he did This year he did the Kona Ironman 937. He did the 5430 long course triathlon in Boulder, 418. Two or where, six where triathlon. Where did he qualify? Boulder. Doesn't have his qualifying race in there. I think um, he races a lot. It's only oh, maybe it was last year. Yeah, so solid. He's forty six years old. Oh, that's pretty yeah. good at forty six. Yeah, let's not get too ages, but forty six. It's a solid race. What is, what is, what is, what is that? Okay, let's let's clarify this because I'm getting a bit sick of this lately. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to say something is good for someone's age. Okay. Okay. Now, if you don't like it, you just need to. And oh. it. <laughs> no, that was I didn't say that in it, okay? But you know what? For forty six to do a nine and a half hour Ironman at Kona this year, I think it's bloody impressive. It is. Okay, on the girl side of things, thirty five. Shit, that's old. <laughs> Chrissy Stiegelwall, and Stiegelwall? she did what she did: a one hundred four swim, a five forty eight bike, about a ten forty. But you know what's really freaky, John? It's a freaky show. That's what's freaky. It's freaky. It's the freaky show because Chrissy is also from Boulder. She did the five four three zero long course run, and she did the peak triathlon as well. It's just Colorado Springs, not Boulder, but oh, sorry, Colorado, same, yeah. same place. There's something in the air up there. Maybe they're together. Maybe they're maybe like lovers. They and here it says she's thirty nine. Maybe they want to be the Iron Couple, like Bella and Stephen. You know? Ah, true. Yeah, it's a very solid. Or like she, Romeo and Juliet. She was just behind. Um, Hillary, just behind Christine Whites, who's the girl that I stayed with when we were over in 
uh, wrote. Right. So solid performances, first Athlinks finishes, both from the same town. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Nice work. Oh, yeah, here we go. One, two, three, four, high five. Now, I did get an email from Helltel saying we must be getting pretty light on content after we heard that we may do this high five this week. What's wrong with this high five? This Helltel, <laughs> you come try and live in Christchurch or in New Zealand or Australia and get attacked by a magpie and you might feel a little bit different about this you imagine if you poms you imagine a raven is basically what a magpie is and it does attack you doesn't and if it they come in and basically start picking your eyes out <laughs> then I wonder why you were in the eye patch today <laughs> yeah, then you might be singing a different tune oh, high cool. five today is dealing with magpie attacks or ravens or ravens yeah great. this one's for you Hal <laughs> tip, tip number one is just take it just take it <laughs> Just take it. And I think, in all seriousness, that is what you've got to do. It's the scariest thing, but isn't it? Because God, the yeah. problem is, when you're riding the magpie attacks you, when you're riding your bike, you're not conscious of your surroundings so much, you know, mm. like, of, you know, things like birds hitting you. And so you'll be in Never Never Land, and then suddenly, just bang on your helmet. For, for the Christchurch people, I'll know of one extremely bad magpie, which is at the um, top of Wicker Pass, <laughs> yep. and you come, you're coming home from Hamner, and uh, it, it just savages you to bits. And, and they, they just loop around, and they hit you, just fly around, come back, hit you, fly around. This one actually sort of crawls up your back and starts picking into your helmet. Oh, really? I've never had that. Oh, no. It is, it is the most brutal one I've ever had. And the scary thing is, like... Um, you I swerve, managed, eh? You swerve. And mm. I was talking to one of the girls who came back on the camp, and she was trying to get away from it and just swerving and trying yeah. to whack it with her arm. Next thing, she looks down, and she's basically on the white line in the middle of the road and looking up, and there's a caravan coming towards her. Yeah, yeah. So that's the scary thing. So at the end of the day, most magpies are not going to do too much to you. Um, so try to keep a straight line. Just take it, and they'll, they'll generally bugger off after a little bit. Well, you, you can take you can tie, take zip ties, and they sometimes help you hitting... Let, let me let me take care of this. Yeah, what's this one about? You can put um, you you see a lot of people, especially around Christchurch. Um, you can put zip ties onto your helmet, and they sort of poke up. Have you not seen people have zip ties on top of oh, their helmet? Here we go. It's like putting someone once told me to put magpie eyes on my helmet. Yeah, yeah. So there's lots of, <laughs> do you think that works? Well, there's lots of wives ta- wives tales about this, but what the zip ties do is you have them pointing out the top of your helmet, so they're about <laughs> twenty centimeters. You you haven't been doing enough riding lately, Bev. You don't ride at this time of the year. You go out there and you'll see some tired. people. And um, so you have zip ties pointing out. And what that does, if a magpie's coming in to whack into your helmet... They go for your tyres. Well, they hit your tyres, and they'll still probably hit you, but they probably won't hit you quite as hard. But that, what, did you, what did you think about the eyes on the helmet? A lot of people said, said that works, but... Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to deface my nice UVX helmet with eyes. <laughs> you're a nice plug, love your work. Uh, when the sun is behind you, use the shadows to time your ducking. Sit up straight, then duck when they're about to hit you from the dive bomb. Exactly. So <laughs> this was handy coming back from, ha- from Hamner. Because, yeah, you sit up nice and straight. They're coming in at you. You see the shadow and you hear, you hear the squawking. Just as they're about to hit you, duck, and you'll usually they'll usually miss you. You should be a military advisor. I should be. It's a shame we haven't got video podcasting here today. But this that is another good tip. You can you can avoid the less brutal ones. Okay, what's your next one, mate? We've talked about this already. Hold your line as much as yeah, possible. Yeah, that's actually really important, isn't it? I've mm. done that myself. Been mm. trying to hit them because you get you get quite aggressive, don't you? Mm. <laughs> it's a but you get quite aggressive, and you will, you'll be in the middle of the road, and if a car comes... It's bloody entertaining when somebody else is getting done. I remember one ride and we were out, and you tucked in behind me, and then you started getting hammered. I was just riding off the front, having a good old chuckle. But then it went at you, didn't it? It did, yeah. yeah that was funny. <laughs> okay, ride in a bunch to ensure you're not... Oh, when you're riding in a bunch, always ensure you're not at the back of the bunch. Because yeah, they do go for the back rider, don't they? Do. they? Yeah, yeah. Usually when you're in a bunch, you're a lot safer and they often don't attack. Yeah. But if they're going to attack somebody, yeah. it's, it's going to be the person in the back. Encourages you to be a strong rider. Mm. What, what do you tell him? Number six, uh, if, if you are scared of magpies, just change your route for a few weeks so you don't have to ride solo. Because it tends magpies. to be around the time when they're actually... Um, nesting. Nesting, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. Just change your route. Like in Christchurch, we've got long bays where you, you can get hammered in a couple of places. And if you want to avoid that, you just go and do double short bays or something. <laughs> 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 buy a gun and shoot them <laughs> serious I'm not a violent man Bevan I'm not a violent man I know I'll tell you one of them bloody attacked me and I was trying to eat my sandwich on Sunday so sometimes measures you, you, you haven't got to get a gun license I suppose I've never shot a gun 
So it's, it's not like uh, some states in America where you can just go and get a gun and start shooting things. Yeah. Um, well, John, you know, and I, I, I'm actually into keeping living things alive. Mm. You know, so just you have to okay, take you it. Okay, you go and ride. Hold a few, on to your sandwich. Ride a few reps around. That's why I stopped the sport, pass. mate. That's why I'm no longer riding because, no. although I'm thinking I'm doing Epic Camp and I'm thinking, gonna have to get out there. Game on. Maybe we should move Epic Camp to like October in New Zealand or Australia. Yeah. Nice. Tao, you get a free entry on Epic Camp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'd take it up too. Okay, that's uh, this week's high five. Here we go, we'll move on. Website of the week. And uh, who sent us through this one, John? Bobby, Bobby the, the Ballistic Hammer. Uh, Although he's he sent in more money <laughs> <laughs> because he wants us to change his name. Yeah, it's going to cost you, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to think about this. Pony Expresses is we could maybe go with that somewhere. Okay. The Pony Express, Bobby, I probably wouldn't like that one either, would he? No, no. no. Okay, Chris Liero has been doing a neat video diary going into the week leading up to the big day this weekend, obviously before Kona, and it's called www.ironmandiary.com. He has some neat short interviews with Crowey, Luke Bell, and others. Now, I haven't actually had a chance to um, have a look at it, but yourself? So you basically go in there, you do have to register, and you go in there, but it's not just as build-up for Kona, you basically look back on a season, and um, I think it's, you know, I like guys that, think a little bit differently you know yeah. instead of just blogging all the time then you can go on there and, and get a little more interaction so it's quite cool it's, is he entertaining um, yeah it's not too bad yeah, yeah. but um it's just youtube quality so it's not, yeah. not super high stuff uh but i think the they're, they're, is, isn't it yeah they're generally um pretty short didn't look at heaps of them but just had a quick a few so um, was he interviewing the other stars or did they have someone interviewing and he was just next to him uh can't <laughs> <remember>. <laughs> Just go in there and you, you, you can all find First out. First person who tells us wins. Yeah. So the other interesting thing Oh, was, this is interesting, John. He's called it Iron Man Diary. So we're, yeah. just, we're just wondering when WTC are going to crack down on him. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, and he won't be able to use that. You have to be imdiaries.me. <coughs> exactly. Not you. So, and Bobby asks, any plans to um, broadcast from Kona at any stage in the future? And, of course, yes, there is. Actually, we've got another. We've had a few good websites coming up in the next few weeks, haven't we? We've got yeah. Some ones, yeah, today. Yep. yep, it's all good. Um, okay then actually well, I might do this one now so we've got an interview oh, save the content no 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 because I was going to put it on later on in the show okay yeah we got an email through from I'm going to put it on right now because that was quite a short website um, his name was John Lockwood and it's a it's a link to a New York Times page and they have a, about a five minute video clip of the guy who beat Lance Armstrong doing the mountain bike race you know how yep. Lance Armstrong yep. did the race and then a week later said he's going to come back and uh, it's awesome. This guy, what's great about it is this guy had won the race five times already. He'd won it five years in a row. And he wanted to get a six. And then like a week before he was going to enter, he, a week before the race, he heard Lance Armstrong was going to enter. You know, what would that do for you? He'd just be... Bah, bah. Yeah. You know, and he just, he just said it broke his heart. And he thought, well, I'm just going to give him my best. And uh, went out there and raced. And they've got clips of the actual race. So they've got them yeah. riding together. And it's just him and Lance just blew away the field. And uh, they're interviewing the guy as well. And they're saying that throughout the ride... Um, he was just, you know, oh, Lance is killing him, but he's just going to hold on a little bit longer, and he and yeah. just, and he ended up doing the broke the course record by quite a bit and stuff. And with about I don't know a few cases to go, he go, Lance goes to him. He said, "Look, mate, I'm buggered. You can just go." And he said, "No, come on, Lance, come on, stay with it." And he goes, <laughs> "He goes, no, I'm buggered." And, and he was like, "I wasn't going to ask him twice." And and he took off and he won it. And it's uh, it's just you know, like obviously Lance wasn't at his fittest and all the rest of it, but imagine that. That would be a buzz, eh? It would be good to know yeah. you cracked, cracked him. And, you know, it wasn't like Lance's, you know, like, like poor Melina nowadays, you know, like... <laughs> poor old Melina. <laughs> oh, there's nothing wrong with being a little bit older, but, um, you know, like, from I'm, I'm sure every time Melina goes out for a ride with someone, they're probably trying to smack him, yeah. you know, and, it's, they're like, beat the champion. But now Melina's getting a little, bit, a little bit on the more mature side nowadays. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whereas Lance still, you know, is close to his prime, and so mm. to do that would be a huge achievement. So check it out. I'll put a link to it on www. I am talk.me. So for people who haven't been keeping uh, close tabs of the news, uh, Lance Armstrong's going to race the uh, Giro d'Italia. Yeah, did um, you read yesterday? They're saying that he may not even do the France. Well, yeah, they may not sort of let him. <laughs> so what's the problem there? I don't, I'm not... Well, the French just don't like him. And, but come uh, on, he's won it seven times. Why? How can they justify not letting him? Well, they, they, it's an invite only. They didn't, they didn't let his team race last year. Oh, um, is that what happened? Yeah, so the Astana team were not allowed to race Tour de France last year because there was so much do- doping controversy around them. Um, was that his team? Yeah, so, oh. yeah, well, that's a team he's now joined, and that was a team of uh, Vinokurov and uh, 
few other guys, so that's why they weren't allowed to race. There's no guarantees that even if he said he wanted to race, they'd let him race, but he is racing the Giro, and they've said he's, he's welcome to, and uh, I think he's just going to do a lot of the races that, that, he, that he hadn't done in the past. So, so but, interesting. So, like, I'm not, I don't, like, my knowledge isn't that great. So when it came to cycling, the thing I heard was that with Lance, you know, it was pretty much that Lance always did the tour and wasn't necessarily so strong in the other tour events, and that maybe in history, if you put him against someone like Murek, who would also win... Well, that's what the, the that's what this whole book that you've given me about is. Oh, is it um, good? Yeah, well, no, only, chance, only a few, the Cool Hand Chance. Yeah, Cool Hand Chance, yeah. David. But the, but that's the whole thing. When Johan Bruneel went to US Postal, he said, "Right, we're going to do this completely different way, and all we're going to focus on is, is a Tour de France." Uh, and in the past, all the cycling teams had focused on you do your Spring Classics, which is all those bumpy ones around Belgium yep. and they're really crappy weather then you usually go and do um, the Vuelta used to be early no the, the Giro's first so you do often do the Giro yep. and then the Tour de France and then you know there'd be the Vuelta as well and uh, you do you know a couple of major tours and you do a lot of uh, the other classics whereas all Johan Bruneel said is we're going to win the tour and it was it was a completely different way of thinking, way of thinking yeah. but it's, it's the correct way you know you peak for one one performance and uh, and that's what they did and a lot of other but guys then, okay, so that. then that, so Someone like Murek, is it Murek? Murek's. Murek's. Is it Murek's? Okay. Yeah. Is he a better athlete than Lance because he won it? Well, most people say he's the best cyclist he's ever been. Yeah. But, um, you know, who's to say Lance wouldn't have won those other races if he'd done them? But uh, I read an article the other day, he said, you know, one of his regrets was he never did the, the Giro, and now he's getting his sort of second chance. So, mm. um, yeah. It's going to be interesting year next year on cycling, isn't it? It will be. Uh, I've just read this morning that the Tour of Germany's been cancelled um, because they can't get any sponsors now because of all the doping controversy. Wow. And a few more guys have been busted in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And at the Olympics, there's going to be a lot of people sweating because they're going through and going to retest all the samples for a new form of EPO. Oh, really? So there's going to be some people sweating. Oh, is that for all sports? Yep, they're doing a... F- I think I heard 5,000 tests. They're retesting everything for, for that. Wow, that could test. be scandalous, couldn't it? It could be huge. Wow. And that's where they're catching the, the cyclists at the moment. There's been a couple of guys from the tour this year, the stage winners, the leader of the yellow jersey for the first few days, um, both been busted because they thought they could get away with it. And then they've gone, uh-oh, we're going to do retrospective testing. Wow. Busted. Wow. Interesting times ahead. But is it, is it like, okay, so what... Well, like, this. It's 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 going to make it harder because now you you think well I can get away with this I can take this drug yeah but, um, they, they can't but the catch problem me is now. it also ruins the race because the thing is now you think well that holds for a few days it does you know like, but I think that you've got to you've got to do it because now guys are going to think well I can I can pass all these tests now but shit what if they figure out how to test for this thing that I'm taking further down the track and I can get busted so yeah I think they they are going down the right path and they're going to start. Getting these guys. Yeah, it will influence the sport, won't it? Mm. Oh, man, we're getting a deep, mate. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we've got some content in there. It's worth bringing up that website. I go there, so it's uh, this week's website and deep discussion. Right. Man, you're pretty good. I was impressed with your knowledge, yeah. Thank you. Because I'm just an ignorant. You are ignorant. <laughs> Ignorantness. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, we just have this thing nowadays, don't we, mate? Unison. Yeah, like we just know it's going to happen. It's, it's beautiful. Like you guys Words just don't not... understand how yeah. how well we work behind the scenes here. Just looking at the screen, yeah, and just it just goes. It's beautiful. So, our good old Carl Coleman uh, emailed us a while ago with website of the week, and that website was beernaked.com. Dub 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 beernaked.com, and it's basically a nutrition company who produce like um, cereals and Ooh. nuts and raisins and yeah. stuff like that. And at the time, John wanted to get some free stuff. I wanted some free stuff. <laughs> Carl delivered, and he did deliver. We got we got some free stuff, and so um, and so we're going to give our opinion on it, Jumbo. He basically sent us over a nice little trail mix, and there were cool little bags of um, nuts. There was a mixture mm. of uh, walnuts, yep. um, almonds, a few cranberries in there, it a little was bit good. of toasted. Granola. John actually brought through heaps on Tuesday to my house and said, "Look, save it for the show, so we can yeah. do it on the show." Didn't last three days. There was, was like ten. Or twelve bags. They were really good. They were good. They're really good. I, 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 the thing with nuts, uh, the reason why they're called beer naked is because all this stuff is is made with real whole grains, and it's all just all handcrafted in small batches, uh, yielding unique soft baked texture, voted best tasting granola in the country. While well, Men's Health magazine, mm-hmm. two thousand and five, and organic style, November two thousand and four. All natural, barely processed, and utterly naked ingredients that you can actually pronounce. There we go. Vegetarian friendly. 
kosher friendly. Oh, I don't know what that means. Oh, good kosher. Carl was, uh, he's one of their athletes, sponsored athletes, 39 from San Diego, California. He was planning on doing the full Vineman San Diego race, Mission Bay Triathlon. Hey. Hey, you've got a t-shirt. Freaky. Fiesta. <laughs> T- uh, oh, it's got, got a whole bunch of races there. So What else I like about Carl? He's got some mean tattoos. Yeah, Carl, you, if you put an I Am Talk tattoo on there, we'll... Um... <laughs> it means you can be a listener forever for free. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, it's good stuff. Good Where's tasty stuff. And it's nice to have something healthy. That you, and also with nuts, they're healthy. Obviously, they've got a bit of fat in there, but it's good fats. And uh, they really, I find it really fills you up. Yeah, it is good. I was, yeah, that's why I came them, because I was loving them. And uh, one thing for you American listeners, you can go onto their website. You go onto beernaked.com, yep. and you can actually get a, a free sample. And they'll probably send you through a little, oh, really? a little bag like what we've got. Um, but you can get free samples. I don't, I don't think they'll ship them internationally. But, you can um, buy on their website as well. and they're gonna, They've also got where you can get them in stores, where I buy you locally, mm. and stuff like that, and wholesalers and distributors. So. And their story is quite cool as well. If you've just board and you want to read about saying go onto their um onto the site and you read about their story and it, it reminds me a lot of how m sort of operated they just started there was a couple two guys, of them yeah. and they were just sort of started making a bit of cereal and and uh and it just sort of flowed from there and then they started getting into a few health shops and then all of a sudden one day they got a managed to get a contract with a, really? with a supermarket chain just by just by pure luck winging it they bumped into the owner and he said i'll oh, come on i'll give you a 15 minute meeting and away they went, and it's and it sounds like it's going really well, and it's good natural stuff. Well, well, it is great. So obviously, because they're supporting a lot of athletes, and you know, even if you're just giving someone a kit, it's not cheap, mm. is it? You know, no. like it's you know, so it's good that they're actually, you know, there seem to be people true to the sport, eh? Mm. Mm. Beernaked.com. Beernaked.com. Check it out. Get some of their product. Yeah. So uh, thanks very much for that. Questions and answers. Okay, here we go. So do you want to read this one? Well, should we save that till next week? Do you think because that's sort of part of our oh, okay? Because Daniel was it Daniel? Did oh, do it? I, no, I, I left the name off because oh, I, I want to put the name in there because I think they're, they're quite angry. It was an angry, email. angry email next week. We don't want anybody to be excluded from racing WTC races if they choose to. Okay, okay. Then. So this one's from Daniel, and he said, "I think I'd like these." And there were these ones that were interviews. There were a couple of clips. One was um, of Chris McCormick. I can't remember who the other one was, but they were basically pre-Kona interviews. So we know we've got a few. Chrissy, things here. it was Chrissy. Chrissy. Yeah, and then it, it was actually a really good website. Um, it was www.veoh.com. I think it's a German magazine, mm-hmm. and um, they had some video clips, and they had one with um, Chris and one with Chrissy, and then um, but then they had one with. Stella, who which I couldn't understand. Oh, it might have been a German, possibly. Yeah, I did watch some of it. Yeah, I, I just kind of got caught up in it. <laughs> and then, uh, but they were good interviews, actually. Yeah, it was interesting watching the Germans interview them. Mm. You know, it's just interesting seeing them what kind of angle they go down. Mm. You know, and, and the, the guy was a good interviewer, but it was just really interesting watching it. It's funny when you watch the Ironman coverage on the day, and they had that. Did you see yeah, the, the German, German guy, guy. Yeah, he's yapping away, and the other commentators just sitting there looking at him, yeah. going, <laughs> as if they understood him, going, "Oh, that's great." <laughs> Uh, that's good. That's a good. So thanks, Daniel, for that. So if you want to check out some interviews that were on last week's show, um, I mean, uh, before the race, I will check them up on www.imtalk.me. Here we go. Chance, the cool hand Chance Barber. He's got a few ones for us here. Okay, so did a few P's for you and found a few articles. The first one is the best one, but the others have some good info too. This one refers, references to little ways... What is in the Musette bag, which is, we talked about oh, a couple okay. of weeks you, ago. you were talking about cyclists. Yeah, we had a question, what cy- what do cyclists uh, eat when they're on the road? And there's a couple of links on here. Did you read um, it? I did read one of them, um, and it basically says what more or less what we said, but one of them in particular goes through and actually gives a day's diary of, of what that athlete would have, you know, breakfast, when they're out, kind of riding. Kind the Olympics, and everyone's like, well, yeah. yeah. And then what they have for dinner and recovery. So were you, and so did you find that interesting? It was pretty much what I thought. You know, everybody's got their little quirks with Iron Man, what they like to have. Like some people have boiled potatoes on the yep. bike. I have creamed rice, and it looks like these guys are a, 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 lot, a lot the same as well. And the thing is, when you're doing cycling, though, you don't have as many intestinal problems, you no. know, digestion problems that you do when you, you have um, to get off the bike and run. Get off the bike and run. And whilst they do race in, in so hot do they carry their food? Because like in a cycle race, you've always got your team crew thing there, so they wouldn't carry their food, would no. they? No, you basically you get your musette bag. Um, most of the time there's only one or two um, food collection points on the race, and the rest of the time you'd carry a little bit, and then your, your team bitch would basically go back and get, yeah. your, get your stuff from the car and bring yeah. it up to you, especially drink bottles. And they also they put much stuff in their pockets? 
Oh, the, the, the support guys. They no, no, not the support guys, just let's say I'm the top rider. Certainly doesn't look like it when you, you no. see them riding. I mean, they might have a gel or, or a little bar in there, but they, mm. don't, they don't load it up. Like when, when I go riding, yeah. man, <laughs> those pockets. You're going camping, mate. Oh, He's got on. a tent in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I so. the first time I ever rode a long ride. It was years ago. Remember, I met my Slam I Am. And we're at the gym, I saying, I'm going to bike to Ekaroa, which was a. You, you carry on, I've got a story about him. And, uh, and so he said, well, so I got to my class in the morning. I said, I'm going to ride to Akaroa. Now, this is back in the days when 20Ks was a big ride. Yeah. And we were doing it on a mountain bike. And so me and my girlfriend, Raylene, said, when we were going to do it, and Slay My Anxiety came up, so I said, well, can I do it with you? And that's how we started to become friends. And I, I, ca- I carried a tent with oh, And the, I couldn't lift my head up because the poles were over my head. Oh, no. We got to Akaroa. We stayed in the backpackers. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, is he the guy that's married to Olga? Yeah. Yeah, I had a, an athlete that I coached that passed Olga wearing an Ironman talk uh, jersey, talk jersey oh. in Australia last weekend or the weekend before. Really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. They had, the, they had the names, they had the names, and she remembered I passed Olga on the bike, oh. slammed her. <laughs> <laughs> slammed her on the bike. Exactly. Yeah, that's what Slam does. It sure does. <laughs> Okay, so the next one we have is from Gerald Smith. He says, Hi guys, a few weeks ago in the first instalment of IM for newbies, John mentioned doing plenty of practice, mock rehearsals, can't remember the exact term, half Ironmans in training. Does this mean that the half Ironman swim, bike, run distance, end-to-end, all as one season? Session. Oh, session, sorry. Or about doing each of them at different sessions on the course within one day. So it was basically what I was talking about as a half Ironman simulation. You want to basically do it back-to-back and you want to do it at the same intensity as Ironman. Oh, we can pad, don't worry. We're going to have to. Uh, you do the same intensity as Ironman. Um, you do the same nutrition that you do in Ironman. If you can do a, a wetsuit swim or an open water swim, that's ideal. But you want to make those transitions pretty quick. If you're um, a slower athlete, um, and by slower athlete I'm probably talking, say, 13 hours and above, yeah. um, you, I would suggest you shorten the run a bit. So you do a, a 2K swim, about 90K bike, and then maybe just run for about 90 minutes rather than doing a full half marathon run. Um, but it's a perfect simulation session to practice your nutrition, practice your pacing, um, and just get your, get your zone sorted out from, uh, with your heart rate monitor if you're using one. Okay. Well, we're so kind back of, to back. We've run out of questions. Yeah, well, I thought not every. We're, 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 we're going to do this one, John. Not every show has to be. No, no, an we're going to do this one. You, you, you keep talking for a second. Tell oh, me yeah. something funny. You're going to spring this on me. Yeah, no. Well, well yeah, we've yeah. got the nicknames. Let's go through the oh, nicknames. No, 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 no. You, you just, you just. Okay, done good. Who's, who's the boss here? Well, we both are, John. <laughs> <laughs> we both are. Okay. Now, Iron Man saves lives. Now we're going to email through. Now we, you know what? One of the best things about Iron Man Talk. I actually did a talk to the Canterbury Talk. Oh, sorry, I am talk. I did a talk to the Canterbury Speakers Association this week about um, podcasting. So you're telling them how to speak. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was thinking about podcasts. It was a real success, actually. About pronunciation of names and yeah, everything as well. They, they, yeah, they said, how, can you teach us about that? Because we heard you're a gun. I said, yeah. hey, it's how I roll. Yeah. But, um, and, and I was talking about it, and I was saying, one, you know, the thing I love most about Iron Man Talk or IM Talk is the community that this is. You know, that we all of us have this amazing community, and I showed them the pumpkin photo, and mm. I showed them that you guys buy the jerseys, and, you know, I, I love IM Talk community. And, um, and we get a lot of emails every day, you know, from people saying how much we've really helped in, the, you know, their kind of journey and their Ironman. And, and you keep that stuff coming because we can't get enough of it. We love it. But this email in particular really shone out. And we got it from a guy called Duncan Smith who lives in New Zealand, I think it was. Yes. Yeah, and uh, he was just saying a quick email to say thanks once again for your amazing show. I emailed you to congratulate you on your 100th show and was stunned to get a mention in the show. I wanted to share some more of my story with you. In mid-2007, I started listening, or testing to become a kidney donor for my father-in-law. He suffers from a condition called uh, lupus, lupus, lupus. lupus mm. that uh, has destroyed his kidney function. None of his immediate family, including my lovely wife, were an appropriate blood group. I knew I was the only blood type O universal donor. After a considerable number of blood tests, CAT scans, ultra scans, and x-rays, I was confirmed as a potential donor. The only problem was that I was overweight and had a marginal high blood pressure. I brought a bike and started cycling. Searching for cycling-related podcasts in iTunes, I stumbled upon Ironman Talk. I've never looked back. My blood pressure is under control and my weight is steadily coming down. It has not been easy. I don't know how many episodes of I Am Talk I've listened to, but there have been several favourites that I know off by heart. I love the fact he knows them off by heart. <laughs> Meanwhile, my father-in-law has been having a tough time. He has had to stop... Uh, what's that? 
partial dialysis or uh, no some some sort of dialysis at home and now has to travel an hour to Wellington three times a week for five hours of blood dialysis. Wow, that's God, crazy. going to Wellington is a punishment in itself. <laughs> <laughs> I should like Wellington, but okay, for five hours just sitting here in blood dialysis because yeah. if you can do it at home, it's not so bad. Yeah. Um, dialysis keeps you alive. Just his quality of life is substantially affected. Uh, dialysis places all kinds of stress on the body and makes you more at risk of heart problems and various other problems. People with kidney transplants live for an average of 10 years longer than those on long-term dialysis. Last Wednesday, I had a final meeting with my surgeon. We'll be going ahead. When is the transplant going ahead? I've gone oh, in early in 2009. It is not an exaggeration to say that this transplant is saving my father-in-law's life. He is an amazing, intelligent, hard-working man and a fantastic grandfather to my kids. It will be great to have him healthy again. Iron Man Talk has been and will continue to be an integral part of the process of making this happen. I have drawn massive inspiration from listening. Thanks, guys. Duncan Smith. Mm. And like that's um. Duncan donated the show, yeah, and he's going to have a nickname. Yeah. Have you given him a nickname this week, or we're we going to do it next week? This week, Duncan. Okay. okay wait, wait, what's his name? When you're going to give him? Duncan, the lifesaver. Oh, the lifesaver, Duncan Smith. Yeah, I came up with a few nicknames this week. Yeah, John did actually, because I've been a bit slack on it, and John really delivered. So I um, just, just want to say, first of all, thanks for the email, Duncan. Like, obviously, giving up your kidney is a big thing. You know, look, you know, like... Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, it's full on. And, uh, you know, and the fact that, you you know, that you associate us and kind of doing that in, in this community of people out there in the world is, is really, really cool. And so uh, good luck to your grandfather and, and yourself over this next period because I imagine it's going to be a pretty full on time. And uh, keep up the good work. He's on, uh, had a quick look at Duncan on Athlinks. Yeah. Picture there with his bike and his, uh, looked like a couple of kids. So. Nice. Yeah. Nice so, um, yeah, good work. And then, yeah, we, you know, we'll, we'll take maybe 1% of the credit, I think. <laughs> you need to take a lot more of the credit than we would take. So uh, do you want to do the rest of the nicknames? Because yes. we, we're basically getting nicknames for people who have donated. And um, if you want to donate, it's obviously all going towards 2009 Kona Super Special. And uh, John's full of these week's ones. So we've got three this week. And the first was Lifesaver Duncan Smith. Yep. Or we'll go Duncan the Lifesaver Smith. Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. here we go. Um, Mike... The Farmer of Fox. Oh, now you did your peas on this one, didn't you? Hewison. Can yeah. tell us why this is. Well, Mike is from, I found him on Athlinks. Yeah. So, and he's from Farnborough. Yeah. And he had a little bit of a goatee growing, nice. a little bit of facial hair. Okay. So, saying, what's going to go with Farnborough yeah. Fox? That, that's good, mate. I like that. Fox. And lastly, Murray. The Holy Hammer Lapworth. The Holy Hammer! And we've both been... He's a good man of the Lord, isn't he? He is, and we've, we've both suffered on the wheel Oh, man, Murray. he broke, broke my heart that day, I remember. We went out for a little easy jaunt around Long Bay That was why I was so in fear of Epic Camp last year, because Murray just smacked the... Murray doesn't go half pie, does he? Murray, we could, we could have another nickname. <laughs> I don't ride below 35k <laughs> an hour Lapworth. But we'll go with the holy hammer. Oh, so this week's ones are they? Duncan, the lifesaver Smith, Mike, the Farnborough Fox, Fox, and lastly Murray, the holy hammer Lapworth. We've got a few more to come next yeah, week. So we've got to work. they're coming up. I'm loving the nicknames. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're about ten percent of the way there. Oh, bring on Kona 2009. Okay, then any other things? Any other thing you've got? We'll probably get a couple more banter. Anything else you want to say? What are you up to for the rest of the week, Bev? No, we're going to do that at the end of it. But oh, I'm just okay. like, you know, any other Iron Man stuff? Okay, you know what? Next week we've got a big show because I have no, I have got a couple oh he's of got his, he's grabbing his pen. I have got my piece here. Okay, um, Epic Camp New Zealand. We've got a f- uh, still got a few spaces open there. So anybody who's interested, get in touch with me. Yep. Um, some of you guys might be interested to know that uh, Gordo is now daddy. Oh wow! So daddy Ale- G, Ale- daddy G. I just spoke to him on the phone earlier today, and it was he. I'm not sure if it was he was showing me on on um, showing me his daughter on um, Skype. Skype. Yeah. He said she was born on Tuesday, so I'm not sure if he meant just. Tuesday, just like two days ago, or on uh, a Tuesday, or the Tuesday before, but it's only it's been in the last uh, last okay. week. So, Gordo's a daddy, so he's going to have a different uh, outlook on life. And he was uh, it was a thirty six hour labour, so it's pretty uh, pretty full on. And we both discussed that women have had birth. We can now understand how they can come oh. back and come back and do Iron Man and you have, know, a, you, have you, a different different uh, pain threshold. You, you know, when I'm teaching a class on the net, or like this one, when I'm teaching a class, when we work really hard, I go. Phew. Easier, harder than pregnancy. And jokes like that one. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I always get the look then. Yeah. So Gordo's daddy. Um, if anybody in New Zealand wants to get hold of swim cords, I've just had a shipment of swim cords arrive. Great. Um, because they're quite dif- difficult to buy from the states and get them shipped over here. Yeah. If you want a pair, get in touch with me. And everybody in Christchurch, um, Bevan Doherty is going to be coming down to Christchurch next week, and he's going to be doing a talk oh, at really? uh, Christchurch Boys High. Pretty sure it's going to be 7 o'clock Friday night, but if you do want to find out... Is it Christian in your house? 
Uh, don't know yet, possibly. Yep. Yep. Um, so seven o'clock, Christchurch boys. I to confirm that, check out CanterburyTriClub.co.nz later in the week. Just another thing on the Christchurch people. I've actually got Ali Dennis to come down to do striding on. Is he doing that? Uh, yeah, and it's going to be at the end of November, thirtieth of November. Uh, I'm mainly getting gym people along, but if you want to come along, it's a really I've good course to do. One person. Like yeah. That. So if you really want to do it, it's only around twenty people. So get onto it now and just email me now, and I'll send you through all the info. Sponsors. Flinks.com. And what we're going to talk about this week, John? You had something, didn't you? No, I don't have anything. I just we, we want to keep pushing that mapping feature, really. Okay. Um, but it's been it's good to see that. I mean, they've got the Kona results up there already, and yep. it's only been a couple of days since. You Kona. know what I, I want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Well, Bevan? because I was on Twitter the other day, and uh, Andrew was saying that they want to get up to fifty thousand real real soon. Now they're up to um, currently forty eight thousand three hundred, mm. so they need another seventeen hundred people. So if, if you aren't joined up to Athletes, just jump on this week. It takes about probably five ten minutes to jump on. If you want to put lots and lots of information on your homepage, that you can spend more time on it, but just to sign up, first of all, that's a really great way of doing it. And 50,000 is such a significant number, it so we could do that, eh? And when you're on there, make sure you uh, join up to the IM, IM Talk group. We're going to have to change the name of that on there, aren't we? Yeah, that's the problem. There's so many things to change. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of changing the website, actually. Talk about that after the show. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, coffees. Oh, try. Oh, Trybys.com. To trybuys.com. It's it's always good to listen to some interviews after the event has happened. So they did an, event, an interview with Craig Alexander before the Covered race. Some really good things. They talked about how a work of Chris Carmichael has been really important for him, and uh, also things like you know is he going to wear an aero helmet and kind of bike position and stuff like that. Mm. So get on there while you're on there. There are plenty of special items on there. Good time to buy. Always good prices at this time of the season. And uh, you know, if you may be going into your your run, winter run focus or something for you North Americans and Pommy listeners, get a few pairs of running shoes. Americans spend over two hundred US free shipping. Let's look at the run gear. I'm just going to pull out the run gear. We've got Mizuno's. I know that. Look at thermal quick draw. What's that? Insulated carrying keeps fluids hot or cold. Mm, That's nice. pretty cool. Eh? Yeah, very nice. Would you run with a hot drink? No, I don't like hot drinks. You don't hot drinks? I have some hot drinks. I have my coffee, of course. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a big hot drinker. Oh, there you go. Oh, now this is what I need to get for a friend. The shoelaces. Oh, they're pretty cheap. $7.50 for a pair of Yancey um You know what? I put, I put the Yanceys down to Yanks, I think it is. Yanks, Shore Lace System, down to me being the number one in route. Right. Because it's just... You're out of there. Yeah, so you put in, yeah. If you want to get free shipping over five hundred dollars, is great within anywhere in the world, unless you're in America and it's two hundred dollars and Bob's your uncle. So it's really great. So they help with fast transitions, but we also have a story about a slow transition. Was oh, do you want to do that now? Wait, we've got to do one more sponsor. One more sponsor. Coffees of Coffee's Hawaii. Hawaii. Now, if you want to go check out some cool photos and what they're doing over Kona time. Um, Albert was really Albert's actually really good at chucking photos up and stuff, eh? Mm-hmm. And uh, you keep talking, John. Miss the S off there. Oh, I always do that, don't I? So coffeesofwire.com. Get on there, and oh, Evan does not have, know how to spell coffees. <laughs> I've got coffee of Hawaii's. <laughs> so get on there. Remember, they've got their decaf. If you huh. want to get a bit of decaf, if you also join up to their club, if you look on the website in the corner, they've got a little button there with a, um, a membership card. You can and, get on you know what, if you then, then you can get all the special. You know when all the specials are coming up. If you use the code IMT seventy eight. Uh, no, what's the code for coffee? I, yeah, I'm talk. Um, I am talk. Yeah, I'm talk. Um, you get a discount. So get on there and get all your coffee for your winter evenings for you guys north of the equator. Oh, but boys, look at this. Who are the people in our company? Albert head down that's in Kona isn't it it is I haven't uh, Albert Boyce is a fifth generation of a family that has worked in partnership with the land since the early 1900s its private companies have successfully developed with resources including cattle oil housing farming and ranching in Texas California in the past century Oh, Albert's got a bit of history here, right? Yeah, Albert. The company philosophy of Five Coffees of Hawaii is a natural reflection on the manner in which the Boises manage their companies. Respect for the land, respect for the product process, and fairness and respect for its employees and consumers result in a successful enterprise and a life well lived. Hmm. Albert is also a very active endurance athlete and can frequently be found training, racing, and enjoying outdoor resources on the island and land in the sea. He enjoys promoting Coffees of Hawaii products at sporting events throughout the world and believes that the beans from this plantation are more than just a commodity. They are part of the island image and the lifestyle that 
uh, is to be healthily enjoyed around the world. So get on to there. Coffeesofwaii.com. Oh, is a good man, isn't he? He's a good man. Yep. There we go. So, what are you looking at? Oh, they've got like a little Chinese uh, or Japanese. Oh, okay, well, I'll read it to you. Ready? You, you do Asian better than me, don't you? No, I don't. But if you, if you are Japanese and you can't read English... I can read that bit. Dub, 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 Coffees of Hawaii. You can go on to Coffees of Hawaii and it's, they've got some stuff in Japanese. Oh, man, they're thinking of it all, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Good times. Okay. Uh, just... Oh, yeah. Jerseys. You missed the cut off yeah, if you haven't ordered them. Jerseys, we have got actually a couple of extras. I've ordered a couple of extra mediums and a couple of larges. So if you did miss the order... Let us know. We've got, um, I think, about four jerseys left over. Just uh, Do we want to tell the Anthony DeMarco story or do we want to give Glenn a clean show? Oh, give Glenn a clean show. Okay. God. Okay, well, we did do the whole content. Did he? I haven't actually read the full email. Yeah, yet. the whole content. Okay. So we'll give him a clean show. Okay, uh, anything else, John Boy? Are we going to talk about T-shirts? Oh, I will save that. Oh, okay. Oh, you you no, don't worry. <laughs> uh, okay, John, what, do you got? What, what have you been up to and what are you got coming up? What have we up to? Not much since Tuesday. <laughs> so we've had Wednesday and Thursday. Yep. Yesterday was a funeral, which is pretty sad. Yeah, it was sad. Wednesday, can't remember. I haven't done any training today, so as soon as I finish this, I'm going to pop out for a little run. And the weekend... What are you, what's your next race? Next race for me, I'll probably do a sprint in December. I don't think I've got anything planned. I might do you a don't think I'm doing Ash Vegas? No, I'm not going to do Ash Vegas. So Is anyone doing it? Uh, no, the door's open there for you, Bevan. Maybe I could win a trophy. I think that Andrew Black's got his, his eye on the title, I think. I could probably take him out for a bit of training, couldn't oh, I? Oh, no, he's, he's pretty strong on the bike at the moment. He's a pretty strong swimmer. Yeah, but I'd take him, him on the run. run. He yeah. definitely came in the swim. Yeah. I could probably be as strong as him on the bike. Yeah. And then run, I'd probably take him. Mm. Is Pluie doing it? Could, I don't know. If Pluie turns up, it's no point. No. I'll just turn so. around and go back to Christchurch. Yeah, so <laughs> no, I think next one will probably be December at this stage. Really? Other than that, for the weekend, another open home. Housing market's not looking particularly flash. So, so when there's an open home, do you have to leave the home? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, do you? Yeah. Do you yeah. Come, but do you come back and make it... Because you could come back as another couple. No, the real estate agent kind of knows us, so that would... No, be but cool. it's an inside track. You yeah. come in and you go, wow, this house is awesome. It's probably the best one we've seen. Got to be this price range. <laughs> <For million>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's that picture on the wall there? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like me. That's like you. <laughs> but this bike seems to fit me too. <laughs> No, so we don't do that. <laughs> what about these couple of weeks? Because I'm away, I'm not going to see you much. No. So what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I'll have a bit of spare time on Tuesdays. <laughs> you will, won't you? So two Tuesdays free. Actually, over the next, next week's show, um, we are going to be doing interviews with who? We have Rob Dallymore, who we interviewed him very briefly pre-Kona. And we also have... Jason Metters. Okay, so Rob Dalymore is one of New Zealand's top podiatrists and actually gives a really good interview on things to think about with your running and your shoes and just some really good advice on that stuff. It goes mm-hmm. for about 15, 20 minutes. And, and then who's that we got? Jason Metters, we interviewed a couple of weeks ago. He's based in um, somewhere in United Arab Emirates <laughs> and he's an Aussie guy. Got a long history of racing. Some great stories in that one about yeah. like listing and, and stuff had, like that. He emailed me a couple of times afterwards and said he had a lot of other good stories that he couldn't talk about <laughs> oh really he couldn't talk about not on the show oh bugger so um, oh we need to get that content yeah so it's good times let's um, see if we, can, we, we can get out under yeah. an hour under no, an hour I want to get over an hour you want to get over an yeah, hour yeah because it looks better on iTunes if you're over an hour oh does it yeah okay. and uh, what else <laughs> I could talk about myself for two got minutes got a junior camp coming up oh, down in Monica cool. yeah that's good we've got a, we've got are a we still doing a team's event in Monica Yes. We are. Yes. Because I've got to start training soon. Porno's confirmed. Oh, porno's in. I've confirmed. You know what else? I'm in Porno's wedding party. Right. Yeah. When's that? Uh, they haven't confirmed the dates of that yet. Right. But, and I said to him, because I'm like a groomsman, not the best man, but it's okay. Yeah. But I was like, look, I'm doing a speech. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> On podcasting. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, no, the team has been confirmed. Well, my week, what have I been doing since mm. Tuesday? You know what I'm finding now? I'm not training so much. I've got a lot of spare time. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I don't work a lot and I, I get a little bit lost. I'm trying to find this new life. So that's interesting. Uh, romantic night with my partner tonight. God, you go a bit full on on the romantic stuff. <laughs> what do you mean? You, you seem to do something all the time. Well, you've got to. No, you've got to, you've got to get down and just let it settle a bit. And then when it happens, then it's, it's extra special. No, John, because I have this policy. Who's, ma- who's married here? <laughs> who's married? <laughs> You can't, you know. <laughs> I, need, I, I need to blinder about this, not you. Because what I have is every week you need to do something that's really special for your partner. 
So this week on Monday morning, because I left before her, I wrote a note saying, love you lots, 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 sissy bum, and just left it on the counter. Yeah. And it was like, nice, and just stuff. And so tonight, I was like, well, why don't we go for a beach and walk along the beach? I was wondering where that was going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, I'm going to Australia for a week and a half. Right. And then when I'm back, she, we, the next month, we she's only get to see She's not coming with the family? She's not been introduced to the family No, yet. she's been introduced to the family. And my mum was very impressed, Sean. Because she's such, she's such an amazing woman. You would be anyway. But the thing is, my mum was so impressed. She rang and she said, oh, it's pretty Joe's not coming to Australia with us. Oh. Yeah, so... Can't stand uh, by. <laughs> Take your bike bag. Mum, just bring my bike with me. Yeah, so I'm off, I'm, I'm off to Australia. <laughs> I'm, off, I'm off to Australia. Yeah. Australia. I love Australia for a holiday. Yeah. Do you like Australia for a holiday? Well, it, the climate is nice, but I couldn't handle it being that hot all the time. Oh, no, I wouldn't want to live in Australia. No. <laughs> No, no, no. Well, just no. I really like Australia, but in summer it's just too hot, mm. and I often find I just want to be inside. And mm. It's like, what's the point? This time of year is the best time of the year because for us Kiwis, it's a little bit warmer than what we have, but it's around twenty-eight, thirty, mm. and so it's really great. And for shopping, we're, take, we're taking six kids, mm-hmm. so it's going to be good times. Uncle Bev, bit of Waterworld. Yeah, Waterworld. Where are you? Where are you going? Well, uh, that's a movie, isn't it? No, there's, isn't there like Waterworld Land or whatever? Those <laughs> Dream those, World. Yeah, Dream World. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Kevin Costner, he's the man. <laughs> Have you been to Universal Studios? Yeah. Because Waterworld's there. I've been there. I've done. I've been there. That was yeah. good, eh? That was awesome, eh? Mm. The flames and the heat. And yeah, yeah. We got now. Let's finish nice. it. <laughs> um, but John, a, I am uh, in love, and I am a romantic. Good. And I always will be. Don't try to take me away from what I am. <laughs> okay. There we go. Iron Russ. Iron Men don't train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. kaha.